Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought as we journey through Matthew's Gospel in the first part of 2021, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Jamie Mulvaney. Jago spoke Monday on having a sure and certain hope, a biblical definition of hope. It's really important that our understanding of hope is a biblical one. We're in this little series on There Is Hope. And then uh, James spoke yesterday about our identity being saved rather than being sinners, that we are freed from sin, such an important distinction to have. And we see here, uh, Paul, he prays for the church in Ephesus. So we too can pray this for ourselves as well. Let's have a look from verse 15 in chapter 1. Uh, So Paul writes, For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people. And so uh, you think, well, actually, for what reason, may you ask? For this reason, for what reason? I have a look. If you look before, uh, Paul talks about what salvation means, the, the deposit of the Holy Spirit for all who believe guaranteeing our inheritance. So knowing that these people uh, are saved, knowing they're living out uh, the love for for all God's people, Paul writes, uh, verse 16, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened. I'm really glad that... um, Alan was singing that song yesterday and that Joe Jo began uh, the way that she did this morning because I, I actually saw this yesterday and I thought, what on earth is this about having your, you know, the eyes of your heart being open? Do our hearts have eyes? Um, I was, if, if, if I ever watched something like Grey's Anatomy on, on TV, I spend most of the time uh, hiding my eyes from, from the screen and sort of like, you know, just sort of cringing, mainly at the sort of totally dysfunctional way that they conduct their relationships, uh, but quite often too about what, what goes on in the operating theatre as well and just seeing uh, human organs. I'm so squeamish and just the thought of, of hearts having eyes just totally put me off. Um, but, but that's not what Paul is saying here when he talks about the eyes of our hearts. He's saying um, that... He's talking about the, the miracle of sight, that having spiritual sight to see unseen things and to know them as reality and to know them as reality at the, at the very core of us and, and who we are. Ultimately, what we're praying uh, for others is that the eyes of their hearts are opened. And so we work hard to bring the gospel to people, yes, uh, but all that work is nothing unless people's eyes are opened. And, and that's what's happened to us as that's what we need to, to pray for other people as well. It's this miracle of sight, to, to not see with physical eyes, but to see with spiritual eyes the reality around us and the reality of, of God. And Paul uses the word enlightened. Um, we think about the modern world, the past couple of centuries, so shaped by the enlightenment, um, the, the, the so-called hope of, of being freed from the shackles of religion and climbing up the dizzying heights of human knowledge, um, thinking that's going to increase our quality of life. And what we see here, though, is enlightenment, not not sort of putting up our ladders and trying to climb up our ladders in knowledge and hoping our ladders are, are up against the right wall, but uh, it's b- being enlightened is something that happens to you. And this is the work of God. This is revelation. This is not sort of something that we figure out for ourselves, but God reveals himself to us inside of us. And so um, the great 
thing for us this morning is if you're needing wisdom, uh, like I am right now, if, if you're needing hope, you can uh, call out to the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom and revelation. And you'll get more than you bargained for. Uh, for as the purpose here for having the spirit of wisdom and revelation is to know God better. It's to know him better. And what we see, who's the him? Who's the him here? What we see here is the Trinity. So really interestingly, in verse 17, you see one of the very few places in the entire Bible uh, where the Trinity is explicitly and succinctly described. And so that's you and me, we may know right here, right today, the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, the glorious Father and the Holy Spirit of wisdom and revelation. And Paul prays that our eyes might be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you. And we're not just hanging our hopes on something, hoping it will be okay if we do. No, this is, this is God's intention for us. This is our calling. Notice that he says the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. Just like Paul began his letter uh, to the holy people or to the saints. And not that our identity is sinners, but we are saints. This is our identity. And, and where do we start with all the riches? Well, they all found, all the riches are found in Jesus. Paul writes about his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And so you see here the progression uh, of what we've been looking at this week. As we've been made new, as we've been uh, raised from death, raised from sin. But what have we been raised to? Where have we been raised to? Not just anywhere, not just out of something negative into something neutral. But we've been raised to the right hand of God, to the heavenly realms, far above anything present or anything future that might come our way. And so that means that we have authority uh, with Jesus Christ. And this is, this is resurrection power for those of us who believe. And so that means that if there's things around us that we see that are dead, that need to come to life, if we see people needing healing, if we see people uh, being downcast that need to look upwards, we have that power contained within us. Uh, and Paul goes on, he says, God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him, who fills everything in every way. So all things are under Jesus and Jesus is, is head over everything. And when so many things are going wrong um, in our world, the, the hope that we have here is that Jesus, he's not abdicated. He's not left leadership. He's still in control. All things are under his control. And for what end? Paul writes that God appointed Jesus head over everything for the church which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. Um, I think I noticed this for the first time yesterday. I just thought this is a fairly mind-boggling truth. Jesus, he intends for us to represent him, to be occupied him, be preoccupied with him, so that we might be the fullness of him who fills everything in every, in every way. And for me, this is one of those verses that definitely falls into the, the category of um, I would think it was heresy if it wasn't actually in the Bible. And then you discover it is actually in the Bible. And you're like, oh, OK, well, it must be right. And so that's fairly extraordinary, isn't it? That this passage is saying there is there is hope for you. There is hope for you because the hope of Jesus is a present reality for you now. The resurrection power is not just something in the past, but it's something that you can experience today. But there's also hope for the world. There is hope for the world because you and I, we have breath in our lungs 
and we have Jesus living in us, God's holy people raised from the dead, raised to authority with Christ to pray, to minister with the resurrection power that we have and Jesus filling us with all his fullness. And we as the church being at the embodiment of him in the world. Amen. Thank you, Jamie, for that encouragement this morning. And our prayer today is that the eyes of our hearts will be enlightened, that we will respond to our calling to hope, that we will minister with power and authority, and that we will live out the fullness of Christ. Amen. Thank you for listening to HTC Daily.